Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. Hey, hey podcasting people. Uh, This is Topher. I've managed to uh, slip away from my, uh, my minders or handlers or... Or, or whatever they call themselves, uh, the kale people have got me uh, sequestered somewhere. I'm I'm not sure they move move me every couple of days, but uh, anyway, I'm supposed to be working in the greenhouse, and I slipped out for a bit so I could try to do some gorilla recording. Um, oh, and the greenhouse—it's not where they grow the kale. That, of course, is is artificial. The greenhouse is where the kale people make the food they eat. Because, of course, they don't even eat kale themselves. Um, anyways. Oh, I've learned that they now call themselves uh, Pitka. Like PETA, only Pitka. People for the Ethical Treatment of Kale. And uh, my interrogators have informed me I'm, uh, I'm facing 17 counts of crimes against kale. Um, apparently, I'm... Uh, I'm denying kale the ability to fulfill its destiny as, as a kale plant, and you know that destiny is, of course, to make you vomit. But uh, my interrogators say they're looking into a few more counts. Uh, they call themselves interrogators, but really they haven't even asked me any questions yet. Um, but as long as I've got this recording and I can try to sneak it out, um, I learned some interesting things. Um, one that is, if you have a Google Pixel phone, your phone may fail to call 911. This has been a problem since 2021, and no one can still, still no one can figure out why. It happens on all carriers, all around the globe. The only common denominator is the Google Pixel phone, and I can, uh, I can attest I had one of those that wouldn't call 911. Um... Another interesting thing I learned, if you've been on more than one international flight, or, oh, hang on a second. I, I think one of their drones is overhead. I can hear a little beeping. Hang on, let, we're going to let the drone go by, and then I can start again. Okay, um, if you've been on more than one international flight or three or more long-distance flights to a coast, it's almost 100% certain you've flown to the drug mule. Isn't that an interesting thing to think about? You're sharing the plane with a drug mule. Um, and on the subject of recreational drugs, almost all of recreational drugs are completely vegan. Isn't that interesting? The vegans may be onto something here. I don't know. I guess the, the non-vegan one would be like licking a toad or, or something like that. Um, oh, oh, my last thing I've got is uh, in the country of Vietnam, there are still 35 million unexploded landmines buried and 500,000 pounds of unexploded ordnance. That's a lot. But fortunately, they're training rats to sniff out landmines. So, that's that's not that's kind of cool. It's not so good if it's a dog. If a dog gets a landmine and it pops, then everyone's sad about the dog. But 
we got plenty of rats. So, um, well, I get a, I better get back to the to the greenhouse, or they're gonna they're gonna notice I'm gone. So I'll try to get another recording out when I can, and uh, uh, keep thinking of me. Bye. So, I I suspect uh, everyone heard the uh, Topher bit. Um, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. It, it was so good to hear his voice. Yeah, I'm glad he's okay, but I would like us all to take a moment of silence and pray for Topher. He is still being held by the kale evildoers, and, and we're still concerned, although he's fine. I mean, you all heard. You know, he's speaking, he's not hurt, he's not harmed, but he did uncover some things that's very important to know. They don't eat kale. They know it's a lie. They can't stand that's it. That's what he said. Yeah. I knew this all along. It was a joke that someone was trying to play, and people bit. He he was just, he thought that people were going to, like, throw this shit at him and scream and tell him he's an idiot and a fuckwad and all this stuff. But then these fucking man-bum-wearing little sissies were like, oh my gosh, this stuff tastes so good. I want to I want to go hug a tree and eat some kale. Thank you. Thank you. And 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 the creator of kale was like, what? This is not what I meant. So then when, you know, then when these uh, brain-dead fools come around and start loving kale, he got out. He's like, I want nothing to do with this shit. So... Anyhow, you know, they're blaming uh, they're blaming Topher for all their, you know, idiocy. They're saying that he has crimes against him and stuff. But they've yeah. never they've never presented any type of accusations or any type of charges. So I'm wondering just what they want to do with, with Topher. We're all worried, we're very concerned. We're glad that he's well and doing okay. Um, he didn't sa- he didn't sound in distress. He sounded okay. But we're hoping we can get Topher back here soon. So everybody, we want you to stick with us and hashtag Topher Strong. Hashtag so. Topher Strong. Everybody hang in there. I, I, I'm going to make bumper stickers for everybody. Oh, good. 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 So we oh, did and, and after I heard that, I got thinking. I hadn't heard from my cousin Henry in a week or two. Uh-huh. So I called my Aunt Winnie up West Virginia. Uh-huh. And she she told me I was stupid. Why? I It's bow season for deer. Oh, okay. That's probably why he just gave up looking she for Topher. You're not going to get a hold of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I ain't heard nothing. And and they're moving. Oh yeah, they're definitely going to be lost when they get back on the trail. Well, I don't think Topher told where he's at because I don't think he knows where he's at. But as soon as he gets yeah, his bearings, he, said. he don't know where he's at. Oh, he they did say that. Okay. About every two, three days. Oh, uh, those evil doers are going to get it. Yep, they are going to get it. So, anyhow, it, that was very good to hear from Topher, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Hi everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. Alright, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, 
Um, coming up on this uh, show, I don't know. You know what? I think it'll be the show before. But Topher was able to break free from the evildoers of the kale industry that kidnapped oh, him. Oh, right on. Yes. He has a few minutes where he's speaking to us, frankly, from his heart. And I want everyone to listen to it and don't ignore his plea. He is forced to be around kale and around, around people that love kale. Or they say they do, but they don't. It's actually an evil international plot to get people to eat stuff that no one else likes. And it's working. People swear up and down they like kale, but we know it's a lie. The whole thing, yes, is, it's been a ruse from day one. The guy that invented it was joking around, and then people started acting like they liked it. And he's like, what? He goes, I was just joking around. No one's supposed to really like this shit. So the people that even say they like kale, they don't like kale. They've been, they're sheep. They've been spoon-fed this shit to eat this garbage, and the people are laughing at them. So, anyhow, um, I'm not sure if it's this one. It could be the one before, but on one of these, maybe, you know what? I'm going to put them in both. I'm going to put them in both podcasts. So, it'll be the one before and this one. So, there you go. All right. So, yeah. So, you want to get on a roll? I'll do some more stupid shit. How's that? But, anyhow, having Topher on is not... Yeah, having Topher on is not stupid shit. Having Topher on is fantastic because... Yes, it is. Yep. So, anyhow. And like I said, if you ever wants to come back and do the podcast, that's fantastic. Instead of four podcasts, we'll have fucking six or seven. (laughs) You guys will never get rid of us. (laughs) We'll have to up it to two hours a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you fuckers like that shit. Just when you Just thought you're all yeah. three of us. Then. Yeah, hell yeah. We'll have our own variety show. I'm gonna like juggle, but you can't tell because it's a podcast. Right. Yeah. So you know, I could I could say I'm juggling, and we could have like Rob and Topher going, "Oh my God, look at that!" Now he's juggling fire and knives, and you would never know because you can't see me. But then again, maybe I am. Well, we actually go live. Well, yeah, when we do that, then, you know, then I'll probably be like, well, yeah. I gave up juggling. Um, I, my doctor told me to. Yeah. So, anyhow, coming up, we have some ass paddlings that really need to be delved out. They're really, really, I mean, these people have been screaming for ass paddlings. And like I said, we have one a month because that's what the genie granted us. And so we have to abide by the genie's wishes. So, but these people have been screaming and begging for us to spank their ass. Give them an ass paddling. So, we are doing this. So, should we go ahead and lead off with some ass paddlings, Rob? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay. The people who don't know this story, I'm very disappointed in you because you haven't been listening to the podcast long enough. Topher and I were walking on the beach, not holding hands due to popular belief, and I don't care what Rob's getting ready to say. He did not see us holding hands. I tell you, I, I seriously doubt that. I sure, yeah, I, are you I st- do not believe it. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you we were not holding hands. Rob, we had to say something there. Because I know you and I would be. Well, of course. Well, I'd probably be, I'd probably be spooning your ass with my hand or something. Yeah. Yeah, could yeah, yeah could, that could be too. So, anyhow. Um, uh, anyhow, you got to give us a uh, you got to give us a thirty eight special report in a little bit too. Oh, I got it. 
But anyhow, we'll go ahead. Okay, so we are, I'm sorry, my ADD is really bad tonight, so I apologize right now. I'm going to be ping-ponging all over the place. So anyhow, we're walking along the beach, and I, bam, stubbed my toe. I'm like, ah, shit, oh, fuck, that hurt. And I look down, it's a bottle. And me and Topher look at each other, wow, that looks like a genie bottle. So we, you know, get the sand away from it. We open it up. All of a sudden, a genie comes out. And me and Topher are like, yeah, we get three wishes. He goes, no, 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 no. That's not the deal, guys. You get one wish and one wish only, and that's it. I'm sorry. So this one wish, I suggest you use it wisely. So instead of saving the environment or, you know, ending hunger or all world war or famine or whatever, we chose to ass paddle people. So, you know, I told the genie, you know, me and Topher said, oh, that's great. We want to be invisible so we can ass paddle people. The genie rolled his eyes and he goes, oh, shit. Couple of losers, but you know what? I have to do what I have to do. I have to grant them this wish. So he very reluctantly granted us this wish. So once a month, we get to paddle people's ass because we're invisible. One of us has a paddle and one of us holds them down because they can't see us. So, anyhow, without any further ado, first off, the first ass paddling of this month goes to Congressman Bowman for accidentally pulling the fire alarm. Did you hear the story on that, Rob? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So he he had other plans, according to what I've read, and he also wanted to make the Republicans look bad by not passing a budget and not shutting Congress down. So when they're getting ready to pass this budget... Old dumbass says he accidentally pulled the fire alarm, which people have shown the fire alarm is way away from where he said he was doing. He's trying. He said he was trying to get in a secure area. Was that it? He was trying yeah, to get I in a. So. Yeah, he said he pulled the wrong, whatever, but he accidentally pulled the fire alarm. We all know that's bullshit, and we all know that he didn't want to sit there and do the vote. He probably had fucking dinner plans or some shit and he didn't think they're gonna anything done so he's gonna go fuck you guys and leave and it didn't work so what's dumbass do he pulls the fire alarm and he should get in trouble and he should get in the same trouble as the looters and the rioters or not the looters but the rioters the people that or uh the demonstrators no 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 there's no such thing as rioters anymore in america the demonstrators that did the january 6th demonstration that he has done the same thing he has uh, insinuated, he has instituted chaos in that building, and he should be held fully accountable, and I expect the government to do so, although they won't. So, anyhow, he, um, he gets the number one one, and he deserves a number one ass paddling. So, um, the next one is, um, Geez, I you know what? I didn't do my research on this guy, so I'm going to leave him off. But he's going to be on the next ass paddling. There's a member of the Pentagon that is accused of uh, being in a dog fighting ring, you know, a la Michael Vick. And he gets an ass paddling, too. But I, I had his name written down here in my phone. And I'm sorry this is taking a little bit longer than normal because all this is in my phone. And I have to get to it. And I never did print it out like I thought I did. And I'm a little bit unprepared. So I apologize. So he gets an ass paddling. But he will wait till next time because I'll have to actually give you his name. Um, next up, Aaron Rodgers for calling Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer. 
when he just got done slap assing with him on the fucking 50 yard line before. I think that is a bullshit thing to say when you're supposed to be someone's friend. And everybody is entitled to their own point of view. Like I said, I got the vaccination because I take care of my elderly mom. Anyone that doesn't like it can suck my dick. I did what I have to fucking do. You don't have to get the vax. I don't care. I'm not going to motherfuck you. But Aaron Rodgers, you stupid fucker, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth and obey the fucking man, okay? No, not really. Just shut your mouth. So anyhow, like I said, I don't care if you get the backs or not. But that was very low life of Aaron Rodgers. And I think it speaks to uh, maybe how come his karma went the way it has, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my next ass paddling goes to TMZ for constantly reporting on Kelsey Swift sightings. Because, I, you know, maybe 14-year-old girls give a shit. The rest of us don't. TMZ, we don't give a fuck if they're going out to dinner. Leave us alone. Don't inundate us with this stuff. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Why don't you worry about the fucking war going on over in Israel right now? That's more pertinent. That's what you should be worried about, not Travis Kelsey and, and fucking Taylor Swift. You should be worried about our dollar, which is collapsing, because they just fucking print money out of their asshole. You should be worried about Ukraine and how they're bankrupt in the U.S. and that fucking little bastard over there in Russia knows it, because we fucking follow this shit. Oh, yeah, we gotta go over there and play them. Well, well, why do we? Anyhow, so, before I get off off here, I'm gonna go ahead and move yeah, on. That might be a good idea. Narcan. For saving skids' lives over and over. People that want to fucking die because their life isn't worth a shit. And they know it. And they're trapped. And they're miserable. Fucking don't give them Narcan. They want to keep ODing. Let them go. Done. Experiment over. This one didn't work. We got 500 other ones that might work. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them choke in there and vomit. Fuck it. The reason why they want to give them Narcan is so they can save them. And throw them in jail and make money on them. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what, Rob? You're right. Yeah, let's put them in jail for profit. So, anyhow. Yeah. Um, and then Narcan probably saved the skid that killed the little girl in his homeless camp. Did you read that story, Rob? No, I did not. Okay. Well, anyhow, before getting too much into it, just uh, Google it if you want to know who gets the ass paddling. Um, yeah, the skid that did that. Okay, so, anyhow, um, all Bengals fans, be, <laughs> and for obvious reasons, I mean, Bengals fans could not shut their fucking mouth. Now, some what are you getting from Bengals? Crickets. I want to hear it now. One in three, Mr. Fucking Nine Points in Three Games. Let's hear it now. Let's hear it now. Come on, beat your chest. Tell us how good you are. Next, Chicago and the bullshit signature bonds that has ruined that city. I mean, the city was already ruined, but these signature bonds, all they fucking do is let criminals out because they sign their name and leave, and then they go do the same fucking thing. That fucking idiot that runs that place over there, they said, could it get worse than Lori Lightfoot? Now you know. She was horrible, and this guy's worse. Next ass paddling, Kale for still being there. And Topher's got something to say about that too. 
Next ass paddling, and they got an ass paddling for lying to us. McDonald's. For taking away the McRib last year and swearing it off. And McDonald's gets a... McDonald's gets into the Hall of Fame. And the reason is, is because I called it, I, I can't remember, were you on the show yet, or was Topher still on the show? Um, you know what, it doesn't I matter. Just, um, I, I think you were on the show already. And anyhow, I called bullshit on McDonald's. Because I knew, I, I predicted exactly what was going to happen. There's going to be a groundswell, a grassroots effort. Oh, yeah, people are going to come out of the woodwork. They're going to sign petitions. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. And that's exactly what happened. Uh-huh, sure. So, the McRib is back, but only for a limited time. And only for this time. You better get in there right now. You may never see it again. Bullshit. And only at selected stores. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Because wherever there's, like, little more intelligent people, they probably don't even pull them out. Pig assholes ground. So, in my opinion, allegedly, Motley Crue gets next ass paddling, and they are in the Hall of Fame for putting out, this time for a little bit different reason, for putting out horrible new music that's common and sterile. Okay, okay. Other than Make Mars... Yeah. John Karabi, John Five. Yes. Yeah, those three do not get ass problems. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. They're, they're another one of our Hall of Famers. Yeah. And yeah. I have no except Mick Mars, John Karabi, and John Five. Yes. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for identifying yeah, that. Everyone else in Motley Crue is getting an ass paddling, and they are in the Hall of Fame. But the reason they came back around is because this is for a different reason. This is because they put out horrible new music that's common and sterile. It's terrible. I listen to both songs and it's like, what? Stuff is bullshit, man. It's run-of-the-mill garbage that you hear on any FM outlet anywhere America, USA. And I'm talking about rock radio. I'm talking about adult, um, um, no, 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 what album-oriented rock or album rock or whatever you call it. You know, hard rock, basically. It's bullshit. So... Um, Next one, anyone who opposes Oceanfront Avenue in Miami being renamed Jimmy Buffett Avenue because they are trying to rename Oceanfront Boulevard Jimmy Buffett Boulevard, and I'm all for it. I hope they, yeah, anyone that opposes it gets an ass paddling, and then they don't even get the Hall of Fame. They get thrown out on their ass. We don't want it. They're banished. So anyone that opposes this, they get an ass paddling, and I'm going to go ahead and make an exception. Most abs, ass paddlings are like 15, 20 minutes because we tire, right? This one, we can do several ass paddlings and bring them back and ass paddle them again when we, you know, when we uh, rest up a little bit. And then when we're done wearing their, do what? We could tag team them. Yeah. Yeah, then when we're done tag teaming them uh, or whatever, then... We don't want anything to do with them anymore. We just fucking, we banish them. Nothing, they, they disappear off of the world, our world. And then next, we have Kevin McCarthy for being the first Speaker of the House ever removed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, <laughs> that uh, that never happens. It's never happened ever, 
And uh, you talk about a vote of unconfidence removing someone from there. So, anyhow. Um, the next one. Every talk show host, late night talk show host, that doesn't want Trump to get Speaker of the House because they're being stupid. That would be the, that material would write itself. I'm not saying pro, con, nothing. What I'm saying is, is any one of these like uh, um, Jimmy Kimmel or, or uh, oh, that Colbert or any of those idiots, those unfunny fucking losers, any of those guys, any of those guys that bash Trump regularly, and I'm not saying anything for or against Trump, but they're, they write their whole things off of bashing him. Everything, their whole okay. diatribe is off of bashing him. I know, I've right. tried He's to stomach it. Money off him. Yeah, so they're being very disingenuous, so they say they don't want this to happen because they know in their heart of hearts this would be the best thing for them because they can't write their own material. That material is just handed right to them. Here you go, signed, sealed, and delivered. So, next one. Lil Joey Burrow for grabbing the huge contract and falling on his face. And he is the last one. So, anyhow, Joey Burrow. Do you, I'm not going to argue with that. Okay. Joey Burrow uh, right now is just going to be a one-timer. But if he continues to suck all year and then have a follow-up suck year, he might go into the Hall of Fame. Fair enough? We'll see. All righty. We'll see. Okay. Let's take us a little break, and we're going to come back with some probably very stupid stuff, like always. A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? What the fuck is wrong with these guys? All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. All right, everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, Rob, you got anything you want to interject? We were talking about 38 Special. You want to give us a... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Get to that. Get that over Okay, there. first off, I just wanted to know one uh, thing. Did you sing So Caught Up in You, little girl? You're the one that's got me down on my knees. So Caught Up in You. Dude, you... I sang every song. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it, it started out with the Clay Pointer Band. Okay, I'm not... A good band. Good okay, band. good. Okay. Uh, you, you can check them out on YouTube. Uh, they're a country with little rock. Yeah, it's, it, it's good music. Good music. Okay. I, I, I really enjoyed them. Well, that's a perfect band for that venue. I mean, uh, for who's yeah, playing yeah, or things. They so. were. They fit in perfect. 
Good. I think the only way that concert could have got better if they would have had Molly Hatchet to them. And you know? and thirty naked but, women blowing every guy there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Just had to add um, that. And then we came to Marshall Tucker Band. <laughs> they always put on a great show. I've seen them quite a few times. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. And they they have some awesome musicians. They, yeah, uh, they are musician musicians on there. They're so precise. Anyhow, go the ahead. The guy that plays their flute and saxophone, dude, he was just rocking, having a good time, man. That's awesome. They, they all were. They all were. Aren't you glad they added him late? I mean, you know, um, the show was going to be awesome anyhow, because I've always yeah, loved Thirty Day well, Special. I never thought they really got their true due. But, I mean, adding Marshall Tucker just made that venue just that much better. Well, I do have to say this. Okay. Uh, Marshall Tucker is 72 years old. Mm-hmm. And as much as everybody enjoyed the show, you could tell his voice ain't all there anymore. You know what I mean? It's like Ian Gillen. It's like Ian Gillen of Deep Purple. I've seen Deep Purple probably three times and, in the last four years. And he, and he kept walking off to the side like he was catching his breath. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was still a great concert. It was an awesome night. Awesome I'm just night. very happy they're still doing other it. Other than, other than, by the time we'd left, it was down to like 45 deg- degrees. Oh, that's right. It was colder than it shit was last. Cold. It, yeah, it, I had two pairs of socks on. My toes were still going numb. Oh, wow. So, yeah, the, the, the wind was just blowing right through there perfectly. Oh, it man. Sucked. That does I, suck. I had a great time, but it sucked. And then we got 38 special. It sounded awesome. Sounded just like they did back in the day. Good. I kind of expected that. I really did expect that. And I'll tell you what, they're guitarists. He's very underrated. Uh, He he went in that Skinnered mold, you know what I mean, where they have these old jams. and and, uh, Anyhow, go ahead. Do you you realize who he is? Uh, The guitarist they have now. No. No, I don't I don't know okay. what the current lineup is. Okay. Let's go back to the heavy metal heavy metal soundtrack. Uh-huh. Don Felder? Do you remember the song Radar Rider by Riggs? Mm. And there was also another song by Riggs on that album, Heartbeat. Okay. Okay. His um, name is his his name is Jerry Riggs. Okay, and Don Felder is back with the Eagles anyhow, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, yeah. yeah, he wouldn't be in 38 Special. He'd, he'd make more money. No, Jerry, Jerry Riggs is the guitar player. Jerry Riggs. And I'll have to look him up because I'm not really, uh, it's not really striking a bell. But you know what? It, it well, sounds like, anyhow, I'll look him up later. Yeah, yeah. Heavy Metal come out in 81. Mm-hmm. Well, after Heavy Metal, he joined Pat Travers in 83. Okay, and, okay, uh, now you're speaking uh, my language there. Okay, I love the heavy right. metal soundtrack. Right. It was fantastic. Don Felder and uh, Sammy Hagar and, uh, oh, man, there's so many songs on there. But anyhow, 
Okay. Yeah. Pat Travers. He left Pat Travers in '93, mm-hmm. and he joined Thirty Eight Special in 2000. Okay, but he was not Pat Travers' original guitarist, was he? No, but, but he joined in '83. Okay, that's going to help me identify him because I think I know who you're talking yeah. about now, and he's really good. Okay. '83 uh, to '93, ten years. Yes, he actually yeah. he put out a couple of albums with him. Oh, he he was awesome. He he's very good guitar player. Okay, cool. Oh, by the way, uh, Topher's guitar playing has uh, improved immensely. He was uh, playing yeah. "Wish You Were Here" by Pink Floyd and doing the note bending like David Gilmore. His <laughs> oh, cool. he's yeah, it's very good. So anyhow, so okay. Anything else you want to add to that, or are you good with that? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, hey, I well, did. Go ahead. Get me a bandana to add to my wall in my studio. Cool. Did you go in the Did you go in the loincloth like you agreed to? No, dude. I told you, it got down to forty five. Oh, okay. No loincloth, but you was wearing the no, two douche bags and a microphone podcast. I shirt. was wearing the two douche bags and a microphone t shirt. Sorry, guys. No loincloth. I know everybody was waiting for it. And also, along that note, where is Rob Rad's fucking male junk pictures? It has dropped off to nothing. The poor man is I, left holding his fucking dick. I, I've got three, and I'm about ready to just call it. I mean, you know. I mean, is that it? Does it end at three? Is that all? Well, is is that all? Rob Red is worth let's, let's three picks. Week. Okay, we let's give you guys one week. more fucking week, and then Rob Red is picking his winner, and it's over. Okay, you want an ultimatum? That's it. Show them your junk or get out, right? We're not going to take any hanger-ons after that. You either show Rob your shit or you're gone. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean we really ain't had much to talk about on that subject. So. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I haven't been pimping it. I got that promo I haven't even uh, inserted in a while. So, you know what? I need to start putting the promo in there and I need to start pimping it more. So, you guys have been told that should be enough. Anyhow, um, you ever hear about uh, Wally the Emotional Support Alligator, Rob? No, I haven't. Okay. This sounds good. This well, sounds good. Well, allow I, me, I might need to get one. <laughs> well, allow me to introduce you to Wally the Emotional Support Alligator. Wally the Emotional Support Alligator went to see... I'm sorry about my dogs barking, but there's nothing I can do about there in the other room, so I can't kick the shit out of them. No, I wouldn't anyhow. So anyhow... Um, let's see, Wally Emotional Support Alligator went to go see the Phillies game, but then it went viral. An Emotional Support Alligator walks into a ballpark and was asked to leave. That's the story that made headlines in recent days. Thanks to viral photos and videos showing Wally, a 6-foot-long, 55-pound alligator wearing a harness and leash. And his human companion outside Citizens Bank Park during a Phillies game on Wednesday night... But it's not the whole truth, the owner, Joey Henney, told NPR. We were not there to see the game, but to meet the players. What was uh, we went there, went up there for is just to see the players. I was invited. We didn't just show up. To understand the backstory, you need to know, as Wally's myriad of social, local admirers, and online fans do, just how beloved this eight-year-old alligator is already. Wally has more than 114,000 followers on TikTok and another 27,000 on Instagram. 
He's gone viral before, including splashing around in a fountain at Philly's uh, famous love park. He posed for the mayor before and, and plus many other high-profile people. He is world famous. After hearing about the alligator's extreme love and popularity, the team invited him to go meet the players. Joey told reporters that he was refused and he was told that there were only service animals allowed, no exceptions. He said he wouldn't show up without the animal unannounced. Joey also said that the players uh, want him to come back so he will check and try to figure out a time later on. The backlash for being refused was enormous, so we hope the staff will not blow the next meeting. The team is still waiting to meet Wally. So, the team wanted to meet Wally, the emotional support alligator or whatever he is, and it sounds to me like no one communicated with the front office that this guy with this alligator was going to show up. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow... I'm telling you, I want one. <laughs> Me too. That sounds fucking fantastic. I I, I bet my beagle will get along great with an alligator. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. Uh, yeah, they'd, they'd be best buddies. Yeah, hell yeah. No man, I'd love to have a pet alligator because you know what that also means. If someone fucks with you, you have a pet alligator. They don't, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Hey, yep. I yeah. could use one of them right now. Oh, you could. You have a ranch you need to get to, Rob. Yes, I do, which is going to lead me into a promotion. Okay. Rob, <laughs> Rob. You don't mind me taking the floor for a little bit? Go ahead and take the floor. Okay. Uh, here about two, three weeks ago, I know I talked to you about it. I don't know. Don't remember if I covered it on the podcast or not. One evening after we got done with the podcast, I stepped outside for my final cigarette and I let my dog out to run for the last time. Mm-hmm. He's a little beagle. Daddy. He's a small beagle. He don't hurt nobody. Everybody loves him. Well, there happens to be this big black and brown German shepherd in this complex. Well, about 45 seconds later, it ran by me down into the woods where the boss was. And I heard boss make this weird sound like I've never heard him make that sound. So I got up and I headed that way and I went to enter the woods. Uh-huh. And I get about 10 foot in and this German shepherd just darts past and wow. I stopped and turned, and just as I stopped and turned, it stopped and turned, and it started growling. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little concerned, you know. Yeah. Because uh, all I have behind me is the woods. I'm, He's got the clearing back behind him, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it finally turned around and took off. Well, I stewed about it because, you know, that's, that's a pretty big, aggressive dog. It stands like three foot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a couple of days later, I had Boss on the leash, and I was walking, and I ran into the owner out here at the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And I started having words with him. I started telling him, hey, man, you got to keep that dog on a leash. I think that's a reasonable request. It, it, it's an aggressive dog. 
at least it turned on me, you know. Yeah. I said, I said my dog is a foot and a half tall, which honestly it was kind of funny. I come back in the house, he's one foot eight inches. Hmm. But um, and he goes, oh man, you ain't gotta come at me like that. I said, well, I'll tell you what, buddy, your dog comes at me, I'm coming at you. Yeah. Okay. This last Thursday night. Uh huh. I, I walk up to the grocery store, five minute walk. Yeah. Know, gives me time to smoke a cigarette, get what I need, come back. Mm hmm. <clears throat> I am on the city sidewalk. Mm -hmm. I haven't even turned down the street to come into our apartments yet. Yeah. And I'm coming up on this clearing to where I. I go up to that street and turn, but there's a grass area that has, a, you know, it's dropped down in there a little bit. And I'm walking up, and I see that dog running freely in that grass area mm -hmm. as I'm coming across this parking lot. <coughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, here we go. And so I kind of slow down. I move all my bags over to one hand, keep one hand free. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And uh, so I slowly start walking, keep moseying that way, and all of a sudden that thing spots me. Oh, shit. It kept, yeah, and thank God there's a dip down off the sidewalk. The, the grass area dips down and then plateaus out flat. Mm-hmm. Well, thank God he was down at down below that would have gave me time to do whatever I needed to do and yeah it just started barking and flipping out on me there's cars driving by uh -huh. and I get up close to my street and I could see there is no way that dog was going to let me turn down that street well I look down the street and this gentleman that I'm getting ready to, I'm going to promote his the thing he's got going on here okay again. okay well, he happened to be standing out in the street. Okay. It's about, I'd say, maybe an eighth, not even an eighth mile. Uh-huh. You know, and I could see him standing out there, and it looked like he was looking towards me. Uh-huh. I just kept, had my hand raised in the air, just pointing down, you know, just, and, uh, Next thing I know, he walks off, mm -hmm. and here come three police cars whipping in. Uh-huh. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Dude, I thought this dog was going to eat me. I wow. Dude. Well, they jump out. They jump out, and they went after the dog. At the same time, the owner's neighbor was coming up behind, you know, coming up from the apartment, yelling at for it, trying to get it back. Mm hmm And not, none of the cops that even said a word to me. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know what was going on. But anyway, the guy, you know, he owns Fearstone Fort. I've talked about the uh, haunted forest right here by my apartment complex. Yeah. Uh, he actually jumped in his car and drove down to pick me up. Oh, wow. When he disappeared, that's what he was doing. Now, who called the police? I don't have a clue. 
Okay. But, but I hope this little son of a bitch knows this. Camden County Police are not nice to aggressive dogs. They are known to pull their goats. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if they're a danger, dangerous animal, Especially then, yeah. big, badass German Shepherds. Wow. Okay. Um, did okay. you, did you want to go over? Okay. How uh, I want to talk about Fearstone Forest. Yes. What it is, it's a haunted forest, like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the owner... His wife, his son, and his daughter, they have pretty much built this thing with their own hands. Wow. We had very little help. Um, it's up and running. It's running right now. My, uh, uh, do they have an internet was, presence? Huh? Do they have an internet presence? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fearstoneforest.com. There you go. Everybody, go look at this. It sounds like a great thing, and it sounds like a great guy and his family. Oh, oh, this guy, he is in the Halloween, man. Uh, he, he, you can also check out Monsters Alive. Monsters Alive, okay. Yeah, uh, Monster, I, I believe it's MonstersAlive.com. I know there is a Monsters Alive Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also own a uh, really good-sized haunted house, a well-known haunted house down here, Zombie Wasteland. Okay, cool. Uh, and I have the and they are located at 85 Benny Boulevard in Camden, Missouri. There you go, guys. Anyone that can make and it there, I, go check it out. And I also have their schedule for this month. Okay, go ahead. Uh, they're right. They are open, open tonight, right now, from seven to twelve. They're open next Friday and Saturday, from seven to twelve. But Friday is a special night, and I will come back to that. Okay. That uh, for, next Friday night is a special announcement. Okay. Um, they're open October 20th and 21st from 7 to 12. Mm-hmm. October 27th and 28th and 29th from 7 to 12. Cool. And all those dates are any age. This is kid-friendly. I have two grandkids working in it right now over scaring the crap out of people. Having a great time. Cool. My 12-year-old granddaughter, my 7-year-old grandson. Okay. So, yeah, you know. Okay, and, yeah, there all we the go. All right. All the help for volunteers. There we go. Go check this guy out, guys. Now, here. Friday, October 13th. Mm-hmm. Is a special night. It is adult-only night. Okay. And this is the official announcement on this. I talked to him earlier this afternoon, told him I was going to pimp him on the show tonight. Okay, cool. And he gave me 
and he gave me this special announcement. If you show up Friday, October 13th, you have the cha- you have the opportunity to play in a movie, dress up and play in a movie that is being filmed that night. Oh, cool. Good. Everybody. Now, I... This was a quick conversation. I did not get specifics. I will speak with him again. I see him pretty much every day. Um, And get specifics on how we can watch this movie and what's going to go on with it. Okay, sounds good, Rob. Thank you. All righty. You're welcome. Okay, that sounds great. Everybody go check him out. We'll be right back after this. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Don't be ashamed of who you are. That's your parents' job. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Okay, so a donut is a fried dough ball with a glazed sugar topping. A beignet is a fried dough ball with a glazed sugar topping. Wouldn't that be the same thing? Hmm. I may never know. Next up, things overheard in hell. Mark Zuckerberg. Comedy has been Two monkey fuckers and a toaster will be right seasons. back. We just had a little hiatus there. I had a very friendly raccoon that would not leave my porch because my dogs would not shut up. And when I went out there, he thought it was playtime instead of get off the fucking porch time. (laughs) Only me. Only me. I'm like, get out of here. I got a podcast to do. Come on. And he's like, no, hey, 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 look, look, I'm cute. I'm beautiful. Look, pet me. So anyhow, um, do you, you know, Rob, you... uh, Every day is like a national day, like, you know, they have National Taco Day, National Left-Hander yeah. Day. Right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. right now, as I speak, and I wrote this the other day, today is National Coaches Day. This is a couple of days ago. World College Radio Day, National Orange Wine Day, and National Body Language Day. Tomorrow, as in yesterday, will be National Sober Day, National Day of Encouragement, and Patriot Day. Okay. Alright. Now, you know how people get national days? You know how national days are originated? I mean, because everyone talks about these on talk shows, radio, and all that, but everything's a national day of some sort, usually sharing the bill with like three or four other days, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's how you get a national day. Go to nationaldaycalendar.com. Check register a national day. Read the instructions for submission. Remember you can't create a day for someone specific. And write a compelling story about why your organization's day should be chosen and how you might celebrate that day if it gets chosen. So that's the only guidelines. And I don't know who this panel is. It doesn't go into that. I could not find it. I checked all over. 
It doesn't say who this panel is. I don't even know if it's governmental. I think it would be, but I don't know. But anyhow, somehow this panel that, that magically appears judges whether you should get that national day or not, or whoever does, according to what it is, why, and how you will celebrate when you get this day. So isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so as, as everything that I just said, here's what I got. I would like to encourage everyone using the next guidelines to get a national day to submit national smack an idiot really hard in the face day. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, I'm in. Me I'm too. In. Also. I'll second. I'll second that. I mean, just smack him in the fucking face as hard as you can day. We can, we can like, uh, tweak it a little bit if we have to. But I think we're getting the I think we're getting the idea across. Okay, here comes idiot. Oh, hey, idiot! Bam, you know, job done. You feel better? They hurt. They're lying on the ground, bleeding, crying. Yeah, they they, they have to meet certain idiot criteria. Yes, yeah. We can't just let people go. You can't I, walk up to anybody on the street and just smack them. Yeah, yeah. So when we submit they this, look like an idiot. when this is submitted, we want it to be worded right. So we'll figure it out, and we want it yeah. to stick. So that way, people can't go, hey. I don't like that guy, so I'm going to smack him because of National Smack an Idiot Day. They have to be a proven idiot somehow. So I think we need that day. I think it's long overdue. So everybody, you know, uh, douchebag B at Hotmail66 at Hotmail.com. Oh, no, not douchebag. I'm sorry. I keep fucking it up, too. Douche, douche B66 at Yahoo.com. Doucheb66 at yahoo.com. Help us formulate this uh, this formula for smacking idiot really hard day. It really needs to happen. It's been coming for a long time. So come on, guys. Let's pull together. Let's get this thing through whatever these hoops and let's do it. And then we can explicitly explain how we're going to slap the idiot and why and how hard. So there you go. And while you're doing that, I also would like for you to please remember to submit National Two Douchebags and Microphone Day as well because we're going to be subjected to being slapped all day. Might as well get a day for both of us to move. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. And people are going to be like, yeah, these, here's these two idiots to do that horrible podcast. I'm going to smack them oh. in the face as hard as I can. And, you know, if we're going to, I mean, we might as well double bill it, right? It'll be National yeah, Two yeah. Douchebags and a Microphone Day and it'll also be everybody slapping us in the fucking face day. So, there you go, peoples. While you're talking about the email, has anybody uh, answered my question about whether they want to hear reports about wrestling? Hang on. I I actually haven't looked at the email. Hang on. Let me look here. Get back with me tomorrow on that. Get back with me tomorrow. I will. Oh, there's a few emails. Oh, shit. There's... there's eight emails. I'm sure. I'm sure okay, some yeah, of them are about that. Get back with me tomorrow on that. I will. What I'll do is I'll jot them down the name and everything. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I, because I, I get a lot of them on my notifications about current WWE and AEW, which I, I grew up watching wrestling. You know, I mean, I I don't have to watch it every week, but look, you're making I, a big you're play, making a big I mistake, Rob. Peacock Plus, so I can watch the WWE pay-per-views. Rob, it's yeah. not wrestling, it's wrestling. 
wrestling. Good point. Good point. Okay. All right. Now that we've got that cleared up, it's wrestling. And if you don't know what wrestling means, turn the segment off. You don't deserve it. <laughs> so, anyhow, Rad Rob is going to speak wrestling to you guys if you guys clamor for it enough. And that's where doucheb66 at yahoo.com comes in. So voice your opinion. And that is Let us the know. Correct email. That yes, is the correct email. That is the correct email. I'm sure people send them to all other fucking places and are like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we got a hey a new version of Babble Snatch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we could have some fun. Yeah, we could. Yeah. So please write us. Let us know. Um, I got another little article here. I don't think, if you think about it, Rob, that it's going to be too big of a, a surprise. Okay? You know younger people, right? And you see their yeah. habits? Okay? Yeah. All right. According to the CEO of Molson Coors, Gen Z is not into beer. Thanks to an epic collapse in demand for Bud Light, Molson Coors cleaned up this summer when it came... Um, came to expanding tap handlers and bars and shelf space in stores. But it's the world's fourth biggest brewer wants to uh, grow both sales and earnings for a third consecutive year in 2024 and needs to respond quickly to a shift in taste among young drinkers and look beyond its uh, conventional portfolio led by Coors Light and Miller Light. According to Molson Coors Gen, um, Gen Z legal drinking age consumers, or LADCs, as management calls them, are consuming 20% less alcohol than millennials did, and when they were at the same age, a full 30% of Gen Z cohort don't drink alcohol at all, the company's research shows. That plays right into the overall strategy where we're moving beyond beer. We're moving into non-alcoholic products, whether these are energy drinks or whatever. Whatever they are, they're non-alcoholic beers or energy drinks, CEO Gavin Hattersley told CNBC's Mad Money host Jim Cramer on Wednesday. The interview came up after a week after this week's Investor Day where Hersley's executive team unveiled their plans to defend their market share gains in light of premium beers that uh, compromise a bulk of its business while pushing into new product categories. The the non-alcoholic beer company today compromises less than 1% of the market, but it is expanding at a double-digit rate to better capture that growth. Molson, Molson Coors has launched new alcoholic-free versions of Kraft Belgian White-style brand of wheat beer and Blue Moon. One of our biggest innovators, which I think is going to be a big deal for us, uh, is to launch Blue Moon non-alcoholics, which we're uh, bringing in December just in time for dry January, Hattersley told um, um, Kramer. Molson Coors is also expanding its, its partnership with Coca-Cola Company to include a new Peace Hard Tea brand in addition to their spiked versions of the latter's Simply line of juices. The brewer is also aiming to reach Gen Z consumers who drink alcohol with its Vizzy Hard Seltzer. I didn't know they owned Vizzy, too. Wow. But one key oh, pillar is its strategy involves further to develop the line of zero-sugar energy drinks like Zoa, uh, which is co-founded by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I didn't know Zoa, Z-O-A, that uh, um, zero-calorie yeah. energy drink, zero sugar, is owned by uh, The Rock. 
Dwayne Johnson. In September, oh. yeah, there you go. Hey, hey, that went right into wrestling news, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. So, oh, he's, he's all over the news. Oh, you know, I know. He's he, he, Colin Kaepernick a job. What did he offer him for? Oh, no, to play in the CFL. Oh, he owns the team? Yeah. Oh. Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a very intelligent businessman and also just a, a very intelligent person. It's fun to watch him and to see him and to see what he's doing. Because he's yeah. not he's not just some roided out jock, and I'm not saying he's on roids ever. I'm just saying he he's a very intelligent businessman, and I respect him yes, a lot. Yes, he is. Um, so uh, anyhow, um, Molson Curtis struck a deal with uh, Johnson for a minority stake and remained the line's executive executive. Uh, distribution partner while gaining a seat on its board to help Molson Coors better understand the tastes of younger consumer group and what types of beverages it might appeal to them. Its management has developed what they call a legal age Gen Z culture panel. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I can't help but that back when SNL was good that would have been a great Saturday Night Live skit, right? Yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. If we want to build what um, what they want, we need to know that what makes them tick. Chief Commercial Officer Michelle St. Jacquez told investors on Tuesday, according to Gallup's Lydia Sad, young consumers deem, you know what, fuck the rest of this. <laughs> you got the point. Hey, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I just have one question out of that whole article. Okay, what is it? Sorry, guys. It was white. Was White Claw on the non-alcoholic list? You know what? I don't know. I didn't see it. No, <laughs> it was not on there. Here, hang on. Let me look here. Let me look at the rest of the. No, 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 no. Hang uh, on. <laughs> no, nope. It was not on there. No, what? What was it on there? Damn it. <laughs> Well, you know what? Okay, hey, Rob. Somebody would have finally answered that question. Rob, give it time. Give it time. (laughs) And, Rob, do you have anything you want to go into? Yeah, here. I got a little Lake Area news here. All right. We always love Lake Area news. uh, KRMS Radio. Um,. As the city of Osage Beach continues looking forward to new developments which are currently underway, namely the Lakeport Entertainment District and the Preserve at Sycamore Creek Residential Community, there's also been some talk about the possibility of a pedestrian bridge spanning the length of the Grand Glaze Bridge. Cool. However, according to Mayor Michael Hanson speaking this week, on KRMS Radio and TV, the concept has run into a major roadblock. Okay. Quote, I was notified Friday by MoDOT that the bridge, the current Grand Glaze Bridge, will not support a walking pedestrian bridge attached. It would need to be at least 12 feet, and it's just not capable. So this is... And also says there's a possible Plan B in the way of a freestanding pedestrian bridge, which will be much more expensive. 
pedestrian bridges are the cool thing now. That is like the hip daddy thing. Um, uh, like I was saying in Louisville, they have a cool pedestrian bridge that uh, that um, connects Louisville to uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, Omaha has the uh, Fred the Talking Bridge is what they call it. You go up there and push a button and it tells you about itself. Yeah. And in the middle of the Missouri River separates Iowa and Nebraska and they have the point there in the middle of the river and they have a little circle there you can sit down and go, hey, I'm both in Iowa and Nebraska right now. Look, my left is right, my, you know, and do that. And um, Kansas City is doing the Rock Island Bridge, which is going to be a green space, nature trails, Bars, restaurants, nightclubs, coffee shops, knick-knack stuff, uh, t-shirt stores, and all this, all on the bridge. It's an old steel truss bridge. This is the thing it's, that it's is... An old, it, it's an old uh, railway Yeah, yeah, bridge. it's an old truss railway okay. bridge. Yes. Well, down, down here, Rock Island is a big deal. Oh, the railway. Rock, a lot of people name things. There's a Rock Island scrapyard. There's, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's about the it, the rail yard. Okay. So yeah, it, it yeah it came down through here too. Okay, I even hear they're going to build another Rock Island bridge in Montrose. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm joking around. I'm, you know how we're teasing around about Montrose, the epicenter of Bates or no oh. Henry County, <laughs> the junkyard and the power plant. I heard they're going to build a pedestrian bridge to the boilers. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, anyhow. Um, and also in Kansas City, I, they're also working I on... I there. I was... Okay. They're also working on a, a pedestrian bridge going over the, the, the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River. Um, going oh, over beautiful. that from, from North Kansas City, which is its own city, to Kansas City Mo proper. And that's going to be a great thing because now people can get across. You know, people can go to the city market. They can go, if you're familiar with Kansas City, they can go to Richard Berkeley Park. And they can do this from uh, North Kansas City, Missouri. They're also going to expand the uh, streetcar over the river to North Kansas City, Missouri. And also the new Royals Kauffman Stadium or whatever it's going to be called, they're thinking they might put on the north side of the river in North Kansas City, Missouri, with an open-air ballpark that faces the skyline and the river and the bluffs of Kansas City, Missouri. And that would be perfect because, like I said, these pedestrian bridges, people love them. I mean, they're great. So, anyhow, that's a great thing, but I want to get one thing clear, Rob. Okay, this is going to be over Lake of the Ozarks, Niagara Arm, right? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the bridge as you're going down I, 54. Yeah, 54, yes. And that's where the resorts are over there on the right. If you're going towards Camden, yes. Yeah, there's a bunch of condos. Yes, and, okay. Yeah, it, it's, where, it's where they pretty much divide it, the east side of the lake and the west side of the lake. Yes, okay. I did that for my own because I'm familiar with the area. Yeah. I've been there uh, quite a bit. And I just yeah, want to make right sure you know what you're talking about. Heart of Osage Beach. You see, that would that's a brilliant idea. And then they it could is. put they it could is. put businesses on each side, shops, all that. I I mean, it makes optimal amount of sense and it brings in businesses, commerce, and interest. So yeah, oh, good. There's already businesses and a lot of people, you know, nice little a lot of people walk. 
Mm-hmm. It'd be a great and walk. It's beautiful. People walk for exercise. That is the best. And yeah, it'd be nice to have a pedestrian sidewalk. That is the know? best. That is the prettiest part of Lake of those Arcs, I think. Anyhow, the waters yeah. and everything. So, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Does. Thank you, Rob. That was a really good report. And we'll we'll see where it goes. I mean, you never know. It may take twenty years, but. We'll see. I don't think it's going to take 20 years because right now is no, when these, no. this is when the pedestrian bridges are hot. People love them and they're building them everywhere. So I think it's going to happen here soon. They need to take advantage of it. They need to find the funds. They could probably even get in federal funds because it's in the interest of people being able to commute to one side of the lake to the other without having to have a boat or without having to, you know, you know what I mean? So, um, Anyhow, well, I've got a little story here before we go ahead and cap off this uh, fine edition of uh, Two Douchebags and Microphone. Are you ready for it, Rob? Let's do it. All right. Well, a woman was wanting to uh, make some jewelry, but it didn't go out as planned. Federal customs agents poo-pooed the plans of an Iowa woman who wanted to make jewelry from giraffe feces. That's right, giraffe shit. She picked up oh on a. Oh my God! She picked up a trip, uh, on a trip to Kenya and brought back to the U.S. in her luggage, so all her clothes and everything was rolling around with this camel shit. <laughs> the woman <laughs> declared the small box of feces when she was selected to have her belongings inspected upon arriving in the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport on September 29th, according to a U.S. Customs and Border Protection official. The woman, who was not identified, told officials she planned to use the waist to make a necklace, as she had done in the past with moose shit. So, have that little slice of crazy to tide you guys over till the next podcast, which will be tomorrow night. Mark, I do not think you could have finished this segment any other way. Yes. Talking about shit. shit. <laughs> You're welcome, America. You're welcome. <laughs> Rob, I think we're going to say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Good night, everybody. Love you guys. Talk Thanks to for you listening. Night. National Slapping Idiot Day. Everybody, watch out. It's coming. Everybody go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.